What's up, everybody? I'm Zook. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm Drewski. Hey, don't touch that. Don't touch that! Welcome to Crypto Warfare! And if you have a story or encounter, shoot us an email or a detailed voice message to cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. That's C-R-Y-P-T-I-D-W-A-R-F-A-R-E at gmail.com. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Drewski. This is Z-Baby. And uh, we're just Cryptid Warfare. Guys, we got an awesome, awesome guest on the episode today. <laughs> he brought episode a helmet. 015. We're with Ed Brown. He's a Bigfoot researcher for the past 12 years or more. Been on over uh, 20 investigations. He's a UFOlogist research. And uh, this guy knows a lot of knowledge when it comes to that. Worked with Bob Gilman and Gimlin. And uh, he knows a lot when it comes to conspiracies. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of buddies in the in the Bigfoot world, high up. He comes to TV shows, stuff like that. And this guy's researched a lot, so a lot of knowledge of this guy, a lot of experience, and uh, definitely glad to have him on. Z, hey, it's nice to be here, guys. I appreciate the invite. It's uh, it's gonna be a lot yeah, of fun. Looking forward to it. Heck yeah, man! All right, well, let's dude, let's let's start it off, man. Um, <laughs> how did you get into this Bigfoot research? You, you know, I. I Believe it or not, and the funny thing is, like most people, it was that the old Patterson-Gimlin film from 1967 uh, from Willow Creek, California. You know, um, I saw that video, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, monsters are real. Then I see a video that says, oh, that's, you know, it turns out it was fake, and I'm going, oh, they're not real. Then I see one that says it is. I'm like, oh, yes, they're real again. You know, and I kind of went back and forth. But eventually, you know, the just being the, the curious nature that I have, you know, I, 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 I got to know. So – so I've uh, I've always been into it thanks to that one video that I saw when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. It's and then, and then it's odd that you know you mentioned Bob. You know, it was like that video got me into it, and I've actually been out in the woods with Bob Gimlin, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. The guy who was who was there that day, and he's told me he's, he's he's told me the story from start to finish several times. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you guys, if it, honest, I, and I I mean this, I swear on my life, it's true. If if you talk to Bob for five minutes and yeah. you don't believe him when, when you're done, then there's an issue with you, not him. Because the guy yeah. is the guy is honestly the most sincere. You you see it in his eyes, you hear it in his voice. He's not lying, he's not making up the video itself. I mean, I could go into a hundred reasons why I think that video is real, but yeah. just hearing it from his from the horse's mouth, the guy who was there, it's pretty powerful. And 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 he's not he's not making it up. It's real. It's real. So it's pretty cool. No, I, I yeah, dude, I, I agree one hundred percent on that. Yeah, and there's a lot of. I mean, you can. I mean, if you if you genuinely have a love for people, I think naturally you can tell when somebody's lying or not. And it's so absolutely. Wild. There's so many mannerisms uh, that that would give off. You can, <laughs> you can see the straight fear yeah. and fear they could have potentially had. Because I've man over. Sure. I don't even know. I know it's been been a decade. Like just, I, I've watched so many different um, and a. What do you call it? Um, I've just seen so many people that analyze like that clip and and trying to disprove right. it or prove it. And I'm like, to me, it makes more sense. Like, like it, it looked like the body and because my science, I mean, my background is exercise science. So I know that like the human anatomy and stuff like that. I'm like, no, like that's sure. real. Sure. Like, because which, like, that would, which is. Good. I'm sorry. No, no, that, that's it. I'll just, I'm, I'm just going to ramble. So <laughs> which, is, which is exactly. I'm here for you. Ed. That's exactly what. <laughs> Well, that's exactly the reason, uh, like guys like Dr. Jeff Meldrum, who's a 
professor of anthropology at Idaho State University. You know, um, you know, he, he's he's into the the locomotion and he's into the the movement of the the gait and the steps and things of that nature. You know, and that's what drew him to it, which is which is pretty cool. You know, and now he's you know pretty heavy into it. Um, you know, but it, you know, and and my background also, you know, my degrees in criminal investigations, which helps with my um, or it doesn't help, I guess, technically with my just curious nature. You know, I've got to know. I've got to know, and I want to find things out. If if uh, if there's a mystery, I'm, I got you, man. I'm curious. <laughs> you know, but but to be fair, yes, I believe in Bigfoot. I think I've seen one. I I, I believe in in ghosts. I believe there are uh, spacecraft that are flying by Earth. You know, I I I don't know the extent of the UFO stuff, but I. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I'm not, I'm not loony. I mean, I, I still think Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, yeah, yeah. it's, uh, you know, I, I go where the evidence is and, and that's, and that's the truth. And, you know, so that's how I feel. Well, man, that'll, that'll be such a massive topic. I'm, I think of it like eventually, <laughs> yeah. I think it's actually going to be soon um, in our roadmap, but we're going to be talking to a, a ufologist and people who know quite a bit about this. Cause I've loved reading about like the craft and stuff like that. I'm like, these people have sure. Talk like some of this because you just need like to have something that creates like an, an anti-gravitational field and then you, like our gravity or all that stuff it won't really apply to their vehicle yeah it's, it's, it's like pretty much a force field around there because i think it can do whatever i'm like man i would never be late to work if i had something like that so that's great yeah right right yeah i'd i'd, I'd just bring my work home i'd work from home i wouldn't have to leave i'd no nah, i i agree with you man it's just crazy i gotta i actually have a friend of mine who was on the um i don't know are you have you ever heard of the star team the what? The Star Team? No, I have not. The Star Team. The Star Team was a group of uh, researchers that were put together by Robert Bigelow. And if there were a significant UFO sighting anywhere in the world, they would be gone. They would just get on a plane and go like right away. They're kind of like the minute. So you know? are they? So they, are they kind of like Mufon? Um, it, he was he was in Mufon at that time. He, okay. He, he was uh, a buddy of mine. He was the he was the lead investigator for Move On in California for gotcha. years, um, and then, but now, then he, but he was on the Star Team. Uh, the Star Team, of course, never, as far as I know, anyway, had never gone on any um, sighting. You should say you could say, but um, and it just, you know, it kind of dissipated. But, uh, but yeah, but he was on that team. <laughs> if there was something happened, he would have gone. And uh, so he, he's he's pretty he's pretty well known in the in, in the uh, the whole ufology. Uh, aspect of it yeah yeah crazy man that's crazy man uh oh crap, i'm trying to think it's out west uh arizona utah but uh skinwalker ranch oh yeah i've been to the yeah. gate yeah yeah um, have you have you ever been on that property or just driven by it no no i, I i've been there i mean I've, I've been to the gate uh we it was uh my girlfriend and i we went there went, went right up to the gate uh, which is pretty cool. We went around, got up on the mesa where we could look down on the property, sort of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was cool, and and oddly enough, we did have a weird, really weird thing happen, which is, I, I I've actually talked. I stopped telling Thomas Winterton, who's uh, the guy on the show. You know, I know you know who Thomas is the from the uh, Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch, the TV show. Oh, I'm a, I, I might because I've gone through the book and I've watched several uh, shows about it. I'm pretty yeah. sure I do in a minute. <laughs> well, I, well, I was talking to Thomas about it. I was telling him about it. And he's like, he goes, that's weird. I've never heard that before. So whatever happened to us, we no one's ever had that experience, before, which is weird. But we, we were leaving. 
while we were there, I was walking my dogs, you know, our, my own personal dogs. I was walking them. And my girlfriend's behind me, and she says, oh, look at this bird. It's really pretty, you know. And I yeah. I didn't turn around. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was walking dogs. So I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 it's pretty, yeah, you know, and just kept going. And she said later, she's talking about how colorful it was and how pretty it was. But we, we get in the van, and, we're, and we start heading home. And for the next, and I'm not kidding, it's really weird, but for like the next 20 hours or whatever, every few minutes, this bird start chirping in the van. And we, there was no bird in the van, but we'd hear this sound of like a parakeet or something, you know, just this really like, what the hell is that? I kept turning the radio down and nothing was in there. So it was really weird. I just, I still don't know what it was, but yeah, <laughs> it's kind of odd, but yeah. So that was <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. Was... I, I... <laughs> so that's cool, man. But Thomas said he had never heard of anything like that. So I was like, all right, then it was probably just us. <laughs> Or, or a bird got in the van, one or the other. <laughs> or just like some random man, or like some random man out in the field. <laughs> just, well, no, this was, yeah, it's, and it was because it sounded like it was coming through the radio, which is the really weird part. Ooh, you know, that's, it was just, that's a trip, man. It was just, it was just odd. And, it, and this, this went on, I mean, we were almost, we at that time we lived in LA and, uh, and we were literally almost home when it finally stopped, you know, so it was weird. That's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. Trip, yeah. And it didn't start before Skinwalker Ranch. And she saw that bird and and it was like, yeah, I guess I guess it wanted me to know it was there. You know yeah, I guess I mean? it almost kind of like trailed you guys and just to let you know, hey, I'm here. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it, was, it was kind of odd, an odd thing. I still can't explain it. I don't know. So that's a trip, man. That's the thing. Now yeah, that's um, an exclusive, by the way. No one knows that. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here, guys. That's right. You heard it here first. That's right. Now, out of all the investigations you've been on with Bigfoot and stuff, um, sure, no one ever forgets their first. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, but uh, yeah, like, what was it like on your first investigation? How did that go? I, I think by the time I had ever really gone out on an investigation, I pretty much had a. A pretty good idea. I mean, I, you have to understand that when, when you when you go out somewhere, and, and I think this is important. I'm I'm, kind of, I'm glad you asked that question. I think it's really important that you not only take the time to think about what you're looking for, but think about what else is out there. You know, educate yourself. You know, find out where you're going. What's the terrain? Is it going to be rough? You know, do you need certain equipment to you know to get to certain places or do certain things? Um, you know, are there bears? Um, are the bears hibernating or are they, you know, active? What's, you know, what's going on with the wildlife, you know? So fortunately I think I've, I've done that. So, so when I, when I do go out, even the very first time I go out, I think I'm pretty well prepared. So it wasn't, I don't think there was any difference in the first time I went out to the last time I went out as far as how I felt personally, I'm always scared. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. You know, <laughs> it's, I'm, it's, it's Stuff gets scary sometimes, you know, and, yeah. uh, but, but it's, it's not, I think, I think anybody who says they're not is, is lying. First yeah, of all, they're full you know, of crap, things dude. happen and, and yeah, when you don't know, when you're looking into darkness I, and I'm, and I'll tell you something, I'll, I'll save this for a minute and for a little bit later, but <laughs> I'll tell you, sometimes things happen that is, it's designed to scare you, you know, it's, that's yeah. what it's supposed to do. And that's the intent to you. And you know, that's the intent. And, uh, not only so that too, like stuff like what, that kind of brings out like an old primal fear 
mm-hmm. you know, kind of brings us yeah. back like back in the day, you know, like before we had technology and all this stuff, you know, we really weren't number one when it comes to the, you know, like to the predator aspect, we weren't number one at all. You know, yeah, we weren't the apex. Yeah, yeah, exactly. no, no, we, and, we, yeah. and we're still not, yeah. you know, you that, that primal instinct and fear. <laughs> okay. You know, what works sometimes. I'm, don't worry. This is going to go somewhere, but at work, whenever you're really, really bored, like I have an early morning job right now working at um, FedEx and, and to entertain myself, there'll be friends and coworkers um, there. And, and I just like get bored. So I'll just stare at them just to get, just to get their attention to get them laughing. And like, and, right. and they'll be doing their own thing. And all of a sudden they'll just stop and they'll, like it just freaks yeah. them out, and I'm like, but I, I won't stare at them for 20 minutes because that's considered creepy. I do it at least night, night, nineteen is the limit when we make eye contact. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so weird. Well, you, you can feel it out in the woods, and then um, yeah, you can feel something's watching you. Or not, oh, man. and if you can bring up any glimmer man experiences like that, I haven't talked to anybody personally who's who's had, and and how that would work. Like, well. How how you think it works with Sasquatch? Um, Do you say glimmer man? Go into like the Yeti, like how they can adapt to their environments, and if the Yeti you think might be something. I mean, in the sense when you say the, but do whatever. Are, are you referring to? Yeah, yeah. When when you say when you say did you say glimmer man? Uh huh. I'm not I'm not I've not heard that phrase before, so that's interesting. Are you are you referring to like the the kind of like the cloaking or going into like a chameleon type, you know, hiding in their environment, blending in. Is that what you're referring to or? See, th- yes. Yeah. Um, sorry. I had a brain fart. Um, yeah, I've heard it. I like, I, I mean, it was to me, it looked like authentic evidence because my, my past, but before like COVID and stuff, I did videography and photography. So, so I would analyze, mm-hmm. I, I did that for years and years. And man, this woman, she was walking and she was talking to something in the woods. And then it was, I think it was posted in a cryptic group. So then I, I zoomed in on the footage and I was really looking at it for a while, playing it over and over. And you can clearly see, like, it looked like the predator. Yeah, I know. But I know it wasn't like hiding or anything. I don't know. It, it was weird. Like, yeah, You're yeah, going to find this funny. I was talking about how they sent the woman, like, the woman, in, <laughs> the woman in that video is actually my girlfriend. What? Was, uh, <laughs> bro! Oh my gosh! Yeah. This was meant to be. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so uh so that, that video was uh shot by Barbara Shoop up in uh up in Washington in the Blue Mountains in Washington, and she was with Claudia Ackley, who is my girlfriend, by the way. And uh yeah, so Claudia Ackley's the one that uh uh she did she got that she was there when that was taken, and that was the the, the cloaking Bigfoot is what they call it, I think, video. And it is interesting, and I and I agree. I don't know. I can't explain what it is. I don't personally. I don't believe in cloaking and mind speak and all that stuff. I I think there's things that these things can do. I just don't think those are things that they could. Do. I I haven't personally haven't seen any evidence of it. But I will admit that that video is kind of weird. But yeah, my uh, and my girlfriend's also the one that filed a lawsuit against California. Uh, Ooh, how's uh, that going? Fish and wildlife. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you guys want to talk to her instead, I'll go grab her real quick. No, uh, that'll be. <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. That episode. This episode's about Ed Brown right now. Oh man. Right now, no. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So. <laughs> this is a tr- so yeah. So to say I'm into it really deep is an understatement, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have Zook like, like, like gigging out all week. I'm now freaking cuckoo uh... for cocoa puffs now. Like this is this is yeah. Such a small world. <laughs> Now, yeah, um, yeah, right. As far as your, uh, as far as your investigations, what was sure. the most what was the most sketchiest one you ever been on, like close calls, anything like that? Well, I, I, I'll tell you, and, I, and it's, I was going to mention this a second ago, and I thought I'd wait till it was more 
you know, I don't know, fitting, but uh, you know, we talk about being scared in the woods and things happening and things. It's it's meant to be yeah. scary, you know. <clears throat> it's happened to me twice, and I've had what what the, the only the only way I can describe it is a bluff charge. It happened to me once in Washington. Um, are you familiar with the um, oh, what's it called? It was filmed by Jonathan Brown. Uh, no, no relation, by the way, in Washington. Um, it's, it's like, it's like standing over a hill and you see this perfect flear of a, the head and the shoulders and the chest. And okay. there's a cow that walks in front of it. And somebody, I don't know if you've seen that uh, video or not. Yeah, I I've seen that on YouTube. The name of the town. Okay. Well, I was at that property with uh, Jonathan and Sarah Brown and we were, we were saying this was the first time it happened, but we were standing there and I was in the middle. Jonathan was to my, to my right and Sarah was to my left. And all of a sudden, from the woods, man, I, and I'm not going to lie, it was dark. But, man, something come running through the woods. And, it, I mean, when, when we, we grabbed our lights and shined over there as quick as we could. Jonathan had a gun. Of course, he, you know, aims his gun over that way. All this is going on. It's I 100% believe that when we got the flashlights on over there, that we would see an elk coming through the woods. That's what I thought we were that's how loud it was. I mean, it was yeah. really that loud. I yeah, mean, it was, it was crashing through the I mean, woods. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was just loud, scary. And uh, it was coming right at us. And we, we get the lights over there and then poof, nothing. It's gone. It's not, it was not, it wasn't even anything there. And I'm like, what the hell? You know, it was there. We, we heard it, you know, it was, yeah. I don't know. And, and like Sarah grabs my arm and she like leaves finger, fingernails marks in my arm. So it was, it wasn't just me. It was all of us, you know? And then I, I had it happen to me again in, in Oregon. I was down by uh, uh, Mount McLaughlin. We were out there. <coughs> it was about two o'clock in the morning, dark. Oh my God, it was so dark. And on our FLIR, we kept getting something on our FLIR. Yeah. So, <laughs> as I, before, we, before we went on air, I told you, I'm that idiot, the guy that goes into everything. I'm the guy that goes and does everything yeah um and this really for the record this is not a good idea okay <laughs> it's not but i uh i gave the fleer to another guy and he was holding it and i told him it was three of us i told him i said you stay back here with the fleer and when you see that thing again keep the fleer on it and i'm gonna walk over that way and hopefully the idea would be it would get scared and it would walk it would leave and we would maybe get something to find out what it is you know and uh, <laughs> I, so I, he, he, he takes the fleer. I go walking. Now I have no flashlight. I have no uh, phone. I have no uh, gun. I have no weapon, no nothing. Just barehanded by myself walking into the, into the woods, you know? Yeah. Again, that's not smart. You should at least have, you know, a communication and a, and a flashlight at worst, maybe a knife, you know, something you got to have something. And I, and I didn't. So I go walking in there and it was this, I'm probably 50 yards, maybe 60 yards from camp. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. I'm getting over a cold. So I apologize for the coffee. You good, man. You good. So I, I, I get about 50 yards from the camp and there's a small opening in the, in the, in the woods, um, just a little blank spot in the middle of nowhere, uh, probably hundred foot in diameter. Right. And I, I go, I go to step. This is the craziest story. I, I swear to God, this is really weird. So I step in. I take my first step into that opening, 
and something whistled at me. Now remember, this is two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> hey, yeah, boy. Usually out at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no, okay. I kind of, I got it because I, because I, I've actually heard them whistle. Yeah, I've heard them try to yeah. uh, like, uh, heard them try to uh, had a, like a mock birds or whatnot. You can tell it's off. Right. What was that whistle like? Like what it, it sound like? Just you know, just you know, just a just a little, just a little like a little bird, you know. And I, uh, and I, and I take that back. Actually, I did have a walkie-talkie because I was telling them on the walkie-talkie. I, I stepped in. I heard the whistle. I stepped back. I'm going, that was weird. <laughs> so I yeah. stepped in, heard the whistle again, stepped back. And I go, guys, I'm getting a whistle every time I walk into this opening. And I said, you know, after doing this like literally five or six times, and every time, as soon as I take a step, it would whistle. I told them, I said, I'm going in no matter what this time. Even if it whistles, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. So I step in. Sure enough, you hear this. You know this little whistle, and I, I go right on in, and the whistling stopped, and I get right in the middle of that opening, and from my left side, I, I mean, uh, again, it sounded like an elk or something coming through the woods. I mean, I hear trees crashing, limbs breaking. I hear, I hear all this noise, and it's loud. It's so scary. I turn, and all I could do is just get set because. I know I'm going to die. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Whatever that is, is way too big for me. So I, I was like, I'm, I'm dead. And uh, it, it was all, it was weird. It's like, it just gets just outside of my line of sight or just outside the, what I can see. And then it just stops. You know, yeah. I went in the next morning. I looked for, there were no broken limbs. There were no footprints. There were no signs, marks of any kind whatsoever. And it just, it literally makes absolutely zero sense what could have done it and why, because it was, it was so loud. I mean, I, I really thought it was a train coming through the woods. I mean, it was that loud. It was crazy. And then it just stops, you know, and it's like, wow, that's just the craziest thing. So yeah, it was, it was pretty wild. I have heard of like, so yeah. um, So sorry, go on. Good. No, I was, I was just going to finish up just saying that, you know, that, that's the most scariest thing that's happened to me out looking for Bigfoot. Yeah. I gotcha. That kind of makes me think of, um, like, like I've heard of uh, just a lot of testimonies, things like that, of you saying Sasquatch or Bigfoot Yeti, like, like may not operate by uh, the laws in our own reality. And, and man, recently we went to a Dogman festival where we met a uh, hashtag Tony Merkel. Um, and oh, yeah, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, and, and it was just so interesting because I never thought about Dogman really being out, um, moving in and out of our own reality because there was somebody, they were sharing their own personal testimony and it was so cool being able to chat with this person. But um, I think they were sleeping with their spouse in the bed. One of them felt uncomfortable. I don't know if it was a husband or the wife, but it woke up. It was the dude. It was definitely the dude. I realized. And he pulled out like a Glock out from under his pillow. I guess he was a paranoid sleeper, as am I. I want to shoot my nightmares away. But no, he, he shot the <laughs> right. dog. And it was literally like it manifested then of his bed. And then it like dissipated and just went away. Like there was no blood, no nothing. <laughs> and then I've heard of other uh, sight, sightings as well where there was – it literally oh, sounded like things were ripped, ripped apart, shredded, torn like debris. But the, everything looked fine. Like it's so weird. Like right. kind of makes me think like I wonder – some of them, not all, but I wonder if some kind of make make us hear and see things to distract us. Um, I, but I don't know. How you know I, I've, I've heard that same thing. You know, I, I, I've heard of distractions, and, and, I, and I think I may even have examples of it. You know, hiking through the woods and you, you know, you, you like rocks are being thrown at you or whatever. 
you know, I, I yeah. think they're thrown at you to make you look in one direction because they want to escape the other way. You know, they, yeah. they throw a rock over here to my right and I look over and they move over there quietly. I don't even know it. And, and they're, and they're in a safer place. I, I do think they do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Like to me, like whenever I go out or whatever, I'm not worried about the one I can see. I'm worried about the ones I can't see. <laughs> right. You know? Right. And I, but I, I, I will tell you, you know, yeah, it's, it's also important to be critical of your own evidence as well, you know, and I, and I'll, and I'll give you an example. We, we went out in Oregon, some buddies of mine and I, we would go out and there were several times that we were positive. We were positive that something is paralleling us out in, in the woods. You know, we yeah. can hear it every time we're walking, we hear it walking, but when we stop, it would stop, you know? So we, we, and we were pot, we knew something is moving out there, but it was intelligent enough to stay with us, you know? Yeah. And, uh, this went on for like, I mean, expedition after expedition after expedition. This was like, you know, three or four years into this. We're hearing that all the time. So finally, we, we went out and we did, a, we did a, a test where we put out, I don't know, gosh, I think 15 or 20 trail cameras all over this wooded area. I mean, it was over a pretty good stretch. Um, <clears throat> and we left them out there for six months. Yeah. We go back out to collect them. And on one of them, we actually got this beautiful beautiful image of a bobcat jumping over uh, I'm a mountain lion I'm sorry jumping over a, a dead log you know beautiful picture I'm like well crap now that's what's paralleling us you know it's waiting for us to separate and it's going to pick us oh, off you know that's what its yeah. plan is so so we you, you have to be critical of your own evidence too just because just because you don't know what it is yeah doesn't mean it's bigfoot you know I've, yep. i yeah. i heard something walking through on the, just on the other side of these trees one time and I'm like that is, in my mind, that was 100% bipedal walking. I knew it was. I could hear the steps. So I get down on my on the ground with my camera thinking, well, I'm going to at least get the feet of this thing, you know? And yeah. uh, I'll be damned if it's not a little bird jumping around in the dead leaves. I'm going, <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> you know you, you, yeah, you know, you have to be critical. You have, you have to look into your own evidence because if you're not, then when somebody else does, then you don't really have a right to say, well, you don't know. You weren't there. Well, if if you were being more critical of your own evidence, you, this one you'd be talked about, you know. So I hear you, man. Yeah, I try to look at things as a. I try to simplify a lot of things before I go to the big one, all the time. Like, right. okay, yeah, I try. I try to break it down in like levels. Okay, this could be an animal, this could be a person, and then if not, this is the big sure. guy. You know. Right. Yeah, I. I <laughs> we've heard. I, we were in another time in Oregon, but a different place. We were, we were up there. Um, what's he called? Uh, <coughs> Soha uh, is, I think is what they called it up. Used to be called Soha. It was yeah, Matt Johnson's them. area. Yeah. Soha, Southern, Southern Oregon habituation area. I think is what it stood for. Okay. But, um, there were a lot of claims up there. Uh, <laughs> some of them I thought were, kind of kind of out there so mm -hmm. a group of us in, including including russ and uh adam davis i don't know if you know i'm sure you've heard of him oh, um, yeah 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 so yeah, those two guys uh dan lindholm my buddy dan uh and kurt brown and myself we we all go up there for a few nights <laughs> and uh we were able to debunk a lot of what the claims were you know like matt would say there was uh, deer did not eat the donuts, you know, cause he'd set out donuts and he'd said, deers don't, deers don't eat donuts. Well, we got them on <laughs> film eating the donuts, you know? Um, 
you know, there were a, a lot of the claims we were able to debunk, but there were things that happened. I'm not going to lie. I don't remember passed up donuts, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, listen, I, I, the, the deer only ate what I didn't, so it's all right. Whatever I left over. Yeah. There wasn't a lot to, to test, but it was a, we, we did hear one night we heard this. I mean, <laughs> it was a, it was for all intents and purposes, 100%. It was a woman screaming. And I, I mean, like, oh, like she was being murdered. It was the scariest, loudest, yeah. most startling sound in the world. And it, and it was only like, I mean, 75, 80 yards from us is, is yeah. about how close it was. And we're like, we're all sitting by the campfire, you know, just sitting there, you know, probably drinking a shot of Jägermeister or something and, you know, <laughs> having a, uh, you know, just talking and all of a sudden this scream and it's like, <laughs> you're like, what in the world was that? And uh, a couple of the guys said they thought it was uh, a mountain lion because a mountain yeah. lion can make that scream. Preach, yeah. Um, yeah. And I, and I believe that, but there's got to be a reason why it makes it. I don't think it just does it. You know, we yeah. didn't hear, you know, a fight or anything. We didn't hear that happening. So I don't think that was the case. I, I, I believe personally that it was, you know, something weird. You know, I don't think, I don't think it was a mountain lion, but you know, I got outvoted. <laughs> yeah. I hear you, man. But yeah, Using that to lure you into the woods. Like, an, yeah, an and, and, and that, absolutely. Yep. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know. If, I mean, it would be cool to actually have like an actual conversation. Like, it'd be so weird having an intelligent conversation with like a um, a Bigfoot or something. Just, I don't know. Yeah. Like, like, like yeah. I, he has one called Pipe and like he's just reading a book and saying all this stuff. I'm like, <laughs> oh, hey. Like, yeah. <laughs> but that's right. Um, I'm that's sure right. like they can mimic. Like, I mean, they're smart things. Like, they can mimic us. Like, and it's yeah, there's a lot of easy, I think. Yeah, there's there's a lot of reports of mimicking. Um, I, I I we were <laughs> we were in Alabama doing a, an investigation on on a woman's property in Alabama. <clears throat> Excuse me, and it was it was really weird. But um, I didn't get a mimic, but I did get an intelligent response. Um, it re- really weird story. I I, I, um, I call it my the roll call incidents when I call it, but yeah, there were. There were four of us out there in the woods. Um, I'm sorry, five of us. There was three guys, two girls. We're out there walking down the, this this little road, and one of the girls said she saw what she's what she claimed to be uh, like hair in in the in the woods. And her name was Diane, and she just really little lady, sweet as sweet as an angel. She just loved her to death. She goes running in the woods. Didn't even didn't even ask any questions. Just gone. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys goes, oh, I'll go with her. So he goes in with her. And then, uh, um, and Adam was with us at that time as well, Adam Davis. Yeah. Um, so then the other girl said she saw moonlight shining off uh, something. So she she goes in. I'm like, all right, you wait here, Adam. I'll go in with her. So I go in with her. We're in there for probably 10, 15 minutes, probably at the most. We come back out on the road. Nobody's out there. <clears throat> and I'm like, well, where the world did they go? So we hear, you know, somebody moving around in the woods right there. I mean, very, very clear, distinct, somebody moving around in the, in the woods. And she goes, well, where are they at? And I said, well, I don't know. Let's find out. So I yell, roll call, which just means, hey, respond to me so I know where you are. And the only discrepancy in the whole story is I thought it said, yeah, and she thought it said here, you know, so that was the only 
discrepancy of the whole thing between two different people telling a story. But you hear that response, very clear, very distinct. And I'm like, okay, well, there's there's, uh, Diane and Jason. So where's Adam? And we see a flashlight way down the road. So she says, uh, well, they're in there. They're fine. Adam's by himself. Let's go down where Adam is. Like, all right. So we go walking down the road. We get all the way down there. The flashlight starts coming towards us. (laughs) And it was Diane. (laughs) And we're like, what are you doing out here? Who's... Who's in the woods? She goes, I don't know. I said, is Adam down there? She yeah. goes, yeah, him and Jason are down there. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Adam and Jason and you are down there? She goes, yeah. And I'm like, well, somebody's back there in the woods, you know? So yep. we go back and and uh, nothing. We didn't get anything else, but I went in the house. We had this recorder. Jason had this re- audio recorder, which was phenomenal. I mean, this thing picked up the slightest little things from really far away. Yeah, you can hear like a mouse fart. And we turned... <laughs> oh my i mean yeah 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 you, you can hear an ant thinking you know it's crazy yeah. so <laughs> so we hear I, I go back and i'm listening to this thing and, and i'm listening and i hear me say roll call then i get the response i get the you know i'm there we couldn't really tell what it said but it was definitely two syllables yeah <laughs> you know whatever then like just like three seconds later a perfect whoop just whoop <laughs> you know and i'm like the recorder, the microphone was sitting up like 10 feet in the air on this large pole, right? So it was recording from 360 degrees, you know, all the way around. Yeah. <clears throat> and and I'm assuming that came from the other side because we didn't hear that out there. So it had to have been coming from the other side. It was just really weird. You hear me say roll call. You hear the, the sound of something responding. And then we get a perfect whoop from the other. I mean, it was it was pretty wild. That was pretty fun. Hey, we want to hear your creepy stories. If you have any creepy experiences you'd like to share, contact Drewski and I at CryptoWarfare at gmail.com. Simply put in the headline what your story is about, then write out a brief summary and hit send. It's that easy. Oh, and if you're not much of a writer, email us a voice message. What's going on, guys? This is Drewski. Want to hit us up or look at uh, anything that we're throwing out there with our podcast? Look us up on Instagram, encrypted underscore warfare, and you'll find me and Z over there loading up our podcasts. And not only that, you guys will look at our titles up on top, and you can click on it. You can find us on Spotify and on Anchor. And then when you guys go on there, hit the like, hit the subscribe button on there. Also, on a side note, guys, I got a little side biz. Um, I tag up art for cryptids and stuff. You probably heard me on the Tony Merkel podcast. Instagram page is Drew's Tags. It's D-R-E-W-Z underscore T-A-G-G-Z. You guys want a painting? Hit me up. I can do almost about anything. Oh, that like that like certain predators do. Infrasound. Um, yeah, infrasound. You ever you ever had anything like that happen to you? I I don't believe I have. Um, we <laughs> we did have a, a, a weird thing happen when we were in Oregon. The five of us, uh, as, as Soha was talking about that a little while ago. We, uh, we, we each, each one of the five of us, we, you know, we like to think we all bring something different to the table. You know, yeah. um, Russ, for example, is is very militant. You know, he's he's the he's your he's like an operation you know, protector. Guy. You know, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, and and um, yeah, that's how I am with the group. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> Dan Dan Lindholm is like a a outdoorsman man. A dude can. A dude can hike through any terrain all day long, never stop. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it just, yeah. just crazy. It's like, yeah. I, 
I, I, at least 200 times in my lifetime, I've said, Dan, slow down. You know, like, come on. They're like mountain um, goats, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Kirk Brown, also ex-military. Um, guy, he's, he's not scared of anything. You know, the guy, you, you just can't scare the guy. Yeah. Um, it, but, but one night, and this, this was weird, but I don't know how else to explain it, but it seemed as though three of us, of the five of us lost that thing, you know, um, you know, I, I mentioned Russ is very militant, you know, Russ is very astute, always pays attention, but he was, he just went into the staring thing. He just like was gone. I don't know what happened to him. He just like, he's kind of like, it's like clocked out. Yeah. It's like a possession. Yeah, or... exactly. It was really weird. Uh, Dan, couldn't couldn't move dan was like he was he just like i can't go past this point i don't know why i can't go past this point this was still in a camp by the way this was still in camp so he couldn't even leave camp you know it was really weird um kirk brown the guy i said told you scared nothing was literally crying tears crying tears you know and adam and i we, we i don't know why but adam and i didn't get affected by it but we we were like what the hell's going on you know what is yeah what is wrong with these guys? You know, this is, it was just, it was the only, the only way to describe it is we were systematically one by one losing what made us important to the team. You you know what I mean? And uh, I don't, I just, I don't know if we just didn't get it or if it didn't get to us. I don't know. But as far as I know, we didn't, we didn't sense anything or nothing happened to us, but it was just really weird. So I've never, I personally, have never been affected by any of that kind of stuff, but I've I've seen it happen, which is yeah. really we weird. had a we had someone comment like, you think it could have been kind of like a Wendigo? You know, you do you know anything about that? I I mean I I understand what Wendigos are, and I I mean I obviously know about them, but I I'm not uh, I don't know I, I that's a that's an interesting question, and and yeah. I, and I it, there's that area. I, I let me tell you, let me let me point this out real quick. I'm a uh, I don't. I'm not psychic or anything like that, but I, but I do feel like I can sense things, you know, I, I just get this really weird feeling, you know, and I, and I can't explain it. I could be driving and out of the blue, I get this overwhelming feeling of dread. And then I yeah. see this haunted house. I'm going, that place is haunted. I know it. I know it. I can feel yeah. it. You know, it's I, like, I, I, like, I, it's I, it's weird. Like, you, you know, like you feel it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that area in, in that that area in, in in Oregon, with without question, has a very dark past. It was, I constantly felt it. It was really just really weird. It's I don't know, something something really bad has happened in that area. Yeah, um, it's I, I don't know if, I don't know if it goes back to Native Americans, maybe maybe murders i don't know but in that area something's really something odd has happened there yeah i hear you man uh kind of like i should say like because i'm very tactical military minded uh i was in law enforcement for a while i did swat so i kind of i'm kind of like your buddy kind of like tactically minded um right when when you guys were standing there in camp like what was your guys like formation were were you two buddies on one side and you guys were on the other or you guys kind of mixed together it wasn't, we weren't really, it, when we were in camp, we weren't really in a formation per se. You know, we were just camping, you know, we yeah, were yeah. in the campsite hanging out. It just, it was just odd. Russ was actually sitting there that night 
And yes. and again, he just like I looked at Adam. I, I I noticed Russ, and I looked at Adam. And I go, dude, look look at him. You know. So Adam looks over at him. And he's like, what? And Adam was like doing this in his face, and he's not even blinking. He's just yeah. I mean, just like gone. Just you know. Yeah. We even did this to it. I mean, that, that works. I think I think Adam wow. actually smacked him in the face a couple of times to snap to snap him out of it. That's yeah, I wonder this moment. I wonder <laughs> if he had some like missing time or something. That's a trip. That's I, I don't know. Um, at, Russ didn't even know what happened. Russ is like, what? 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 We're like, dude, you were like <laughs> gone, you know. Yeah. And uh, and again, like I said, he's very astute. He's very militant. You know, you, you don't. You're not. You're, you're not gonna. You're not gonna sneak one over on him. I'm telling you that now. The guy's yeah, very yeah, intelligent. Yeah. And he's he's just he knows this he knows it's tough you know yeah, he's always on his a and, game, uh, yeah. yeah he, and he is literally always on his a game and if he heard me say literally he'd make fun of me because I say that every time we talk he's like literally <laughs> literally but uh he uh <laughs> really really great literally. guy but he's yeah I know yeah it's like literally he will so I uh <clears throat> and I it was a lot of fun but it was just it was just odd to me that the things that were being affected were what we considered our strengths, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so Adam and I decided either we didn't get affected or we didn't have strengths, one or the other. So we, we weren't sure. But also too, like, uh, Oh gosh, there's been some stories and stuff I heard like where certain entities or whatever, they will target certain people to kind of break them down on if they like consider a sure. threat, you know what I mean? And those guys could right. have been probably like the biggest threat at that time. And they're just slowly like breaking down like the mental capacity of that or whatever. I don't know. Just right. like, like, technically predator wise, like that, that's what I would do. I would break it down. I would take out threats <laughs> and just go from there. But I don't sure. know. Well, I, I'll tell you there's that that is just as good of an explanation as anything else I can come up with. You know, because yeah. I can't there's 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 no <laughs> I mean, let's 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 be honest. There's no logical explanation why Kirk Brown would be crying like a baby, you know? Yeah. And I, yeah. and I love him to death, but I, but I mean, he was literally crying, crying. Uh, there's no logical explanation why Dan could not take a step. And we were in camp. We weren't even camp. We weren't even hiking at that time, you know, or in fact, in fact, the entire time we were there, we were in a very condensed look. I mean, within, we never left with probably a half mile radius of, of, of a camp. You know, we were in this area, the entire time we were there. So to take that away from him doesn't make any sense. You know, um, there's no reason Russ would be lost, you know, like just mentally checked out, you know? Um, and I, I, I can't, I can't explain it. Um, so because there's no logical explanation and it happened to all three, you have to think there's something not logical happening, you know? So, yeah, you need to think out of your own comfort zones and, and, think of your own, and question everything out. Yeah, because like there's so much, like especially when it comes to giants. Like, I mean, Drewski has as many friends, um, or maybe a few, uh, who who have seen and were trained um, to look out for giants of, of sorts. Yeah, the military. Um, right. It's and it's interesting when you look at a lot of like um, history here in America. Um, a, a lot kind of trait stems to uh, like the smithsonian hiding it like taking and hoarding a lot of this evidence and it's freaking crazy like i i don't know yeah, why I, they don't want this to be to be known like i don't know what like i, I just don't know why like oh i guess so, yeah that makes sense 
Well, I mean, there's, you know, you can look at the burial mounds in, in Ohio. You can look at, um, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> I'm sorry, guys. Um, oh, you're good. The, the mounds in Ohio or um, where else are they at? Pennsylvania. Uh, they, you know, there are supposedly areas where giants are buried, you know, and I, and I, and I don't know. I, 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 I still don't know much about it, which is odd because I should have investigated it by now, but I was in Colorado one time. This is technically we were in Dulce. You're in my stomping grounds, man. That's where I'm from. I'm from Colorado. Yeah. Colorado. Well, I was in, technically I was in Dulce, New Mexico. We were doing a, a documentary there and, uh, we were, the Dulce Bay, yeah, the Dulce New Mexico Bay, right? Exactly. Uh, we're having you back on. Buddy. We're you um, back on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I will tell you, we found no evidence of an underground base. You know, uh, although we did find out this was interesting. By the way, the uh, there was a road. Uh, I mean, it, when we look at it on Google Earth, it, it all makes sense. Being on the ground driving it, it was it didn't. You know, but this road goes up and goes all the way into Colorado. By the way. And there was a ranch that this road goes right through the ranch, right through the middle of the ranch. We've been on both sides of it. And uh, they have like, oddly enough, they have like seven deer stands. Now that doesn't make any sense. You know, like, why would you need that many? You know, so we, we there is a, a, there is a chance that those deer stands are more watchtowers than deer stands, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, that property, we, we did some research and found out that that ranch, was owned by none other than Robert Bigelow, <laughs> which was, ah. that was kind of odd. Yeah. So it was like, okay, okay. He's also the guy who owned Skinwalker Ranch for a long time, you know? So, uh, but what we were in Dulce and, and this was, what I was going to get at, it was really weird. So there is a, almost like a fort that is like really, really old. You can see it from Google Earth. You can see the wall from Google Earth. And this thing was huge. Way older than than supposedly we are here in the United States. You know, we we're, this was these things are like hundreds and hundreds if not a thousand years old, you know, these this wall. And uh, have you heard about it? Have you have you seen anything on it? Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I, I did I, a little bit of uh like stuff online peeking through it and stuff. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know nothing about it. <laughs> Educate me. Tell me what 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 is it? What why is it there? For what? Because I keep thinking to myself, like, okay, back in those days, it, it's it would they have to be keeping something out. What are they keeping out? You know? Yeah, I mean, well, it didn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah well, they salesman. tied it. <laughs> salesman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, guys who, uh, yeah. Hey, okay, was like, <laughs> um, yeah, they said it with that wall just. Like spiritual wise, it could keep away certain entities. It's it's almost how did how did that one guy put it? It was almost kind of like the Great Wall of China, kind of like metaphorically, it could just block yeah. off certain entities. Like, hey, you can't go past this. This is a blessed area, you know. And they would also warn the people too, like, hey, you go past this certain area, be careful. You well, know? this wall is like castle high. I mean, this wall, yeah. these walls are like I mean, at the time were. And some of the and there's spots where there's two walls right next to each other with like a space between the two walls, you know, almost like that's where soldiers would be walking or something, guardsmen or something. I don't know, but well, it, it could be. Oh, they actually have like perimeter walls, like on SWAT, like when we 
broke down certain areas, we have like your outer perimeter, right? And then if they get past that, right. and you have a secondary perimeter. It could be like that too. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Right. Well, the ones I saw were only wide enough to you could maybe put a, maybe drive a semi down through, you know, if it, yeah. if it were clear, you know, thank you, dear. And uh, so I don't know. I, I, I can't figure, I, I saw the wall and I was pretty, uh, I was pretty shocked <laughs> by them going, why, what would this be here for? You know, I've looked at it on Google earth and you can see it on Google earth, but yeah. that was, uh, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. That's good stuff, man. Yeah. Like I said, um, how long have you been into this? Like over, like, man, it? I, I, yeah, I've, I mean, I've been interested in this stuff for, I mean, 20, 25 years. I've, I've been, you know, I guess you could say I was a, a, you know, armchair researcher for a long time. You know, I've read, oh, yeah. tried to read as much as I could on it. You know, I did, I just didn't really get active until probably 15 years ago or so. And then, uh, it just seems like when I did, I, I just, you know, I, I, I think networking is very important. So I just get to know people. Next thing I know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hanging out with Bob Gimlin. You know, it's like, how yeah. crazy is that? You know, how, so uh, I want to know, how did you, how did that come about? <laughs> I, well, I, at the time, I, when I, I was born and raised in Ohio. And yeah. uh, there is a, a very successful conference up there called the Ohio Bigfoot Conference. Uh, I think it's every May, I believe. Um, and one year I heard Bob was coming. So I was like, well, I got to go. So my brother and I drove up to yeah. the Ohio Bigfoot conference and, uh, and Bob, it was the weirdest thing. And I tell people, you know, his, his, his charisma is like, is like second to none. I mean, it's true. He, he made me feel like the only reason he was there was to meet me. You know, I mean, I came up there to yeah. meet him. But he made me feel like the only reason he was there was to meet me. You know, that's just his, that's his gift, you know? Yeah, he's very personal. Super nice guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great. I mean, crazy super nice guy. Um, so I ended up getting to know some other people. Like, I, like um, you know, Cliff is a friend of mine. Cliff Bergman from Finding Bigfoot's a friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, just, just hung out with him actually the other day. We went up to, I was up in Oregon, stopped by his museum and hung out with him for a little bit. That was pretty cool. That's awesome. <laughs> in Boring Oregon, by the way. I <laughs> I don't know where they come up with that, but but if you, anybody's ever near Boring Oregon, yeah, <laughs> if you're ever near Boring Oregon, stop in and say hi to Cliff. It's uh, it's, he's got a really cool museum up there. It's really cool. What's his uh, museum called? Um, North American. Um, hold on a second. Hang on a second, because I got a, I've got a patch here somewhere. I just saw it. Here it is. So this is from his his museum. Gotcha. Oh, that's vintagey. I North like American it. Bigfoot. Yeah, that's uh, cool. North American Bigfoot. So I was uh, in cool. Do we need to go there now? Yeah, <laughs> we have a reason to go out west. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there's well, there's there's all kinds of good reasons. I, I mean, like, I, I'll, you know, you talk about museums. I've um, <laughs> just a few that you 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 really want to check out would be. Uh, obviously, his museum up in Boring, Oregon, which is which is pretty cool. It's not far from Portland, uh, just a little southeast of Portland, Oregon. Um, go to Cherry Log, Georgia, the, the Expedition Bigfoot Museum. Um, nothing to do with the TV show, by the way, but uh, Expedition Bigfoot Museum. Uh, the guy that owns that, uh, Dave Bacara, super, 
super nice guy, great museum. I mean, it, and it's pretty cool. He's got some really interactive stuff in his as well. Yeah. And of course, if you're ever up in, uh, and that's in Terry Log, Georgia, north of Atlanta, just south of the Tennessee line. Um, and if you're ever up in Portland, Maine, you got to go check out the International Cryptozoology Museum. That's uh, owned by Lawrence that Roman. is oh, that one amazing. thing I've always yeah. wanted to go to, man. That'd Dude, cool. it's great. The, 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 there's a Bigfoot outside, a big wooden Bigfoot outside. Yeah. I delivered that to him. I, I delivered that to him and helped him put it up. It was pretty cool. Awesome, man. That was fun. Yeah, it was really cool. So, you know, they, these guys are all my friends, and, and I, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to. I guess I am trying to give them a little plug, but I, I you know, they're they're great guys, and they have great museums. They really do. So yeah, definitely. Check we them need out. to help each other out, like especially in this field. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I think. It's, it's something that we're wanting to do is just kind of uh, bring in awareness and, and create a space where people feel comfortable talking. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're talking about opening up a museum myself, actually, we, but not a big yeah. museum because there's so, just, just too many. Uh, we're, I, I actually want to open up a – it would actually be called a murder house and serial killer museum. You know, it would be – Okay. Uh, you say you offer different – <laughs> <What's that? laughs> donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I would put wow. them out, but deer would eat them. You know. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, I I love what I do. I mean, I love what I do. I've got. I've made. I mean, just lifelong friends. With, you know, and it. it I've, I'm. I'm blessed. I, I really am. I'm blessed. You know, because I. I've, I've been. There's no place I haven't been. I've been to Skinwalker Ranch. I've been to the crash site of Area 51. I mean, la- the, the real Ooh, one, not the one that? I tell you about, the real <laughs> one. Oh, dude, it, it's amazing. There's actually a, a plaque on the ground from the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And there's this, and there's this like this tower, which is pretty cool. That was somebody built with rocks. It was actually really cool. And uh, I actually got a rock from there that on one side is perfectly normal, but mm-hmm. on the top side, the, the side that was exposed to the air, is melted. So huh. how does that happen? You know, Interesting. So that, that, and that rock is actually in Lauren Coleman's museum up in Bangor, Maine. Um, so I get, I donated that to him for his museum. So it's, which is pretty cool. So um, yeah, I, you know, <laughs> I've been to Skinwalker ranch area 51 crash site. I've been to stardust ranch. I've been to, you know, you, yeah, I mean, oh, stardust. Andy horror house, Velisca axe murder house, you know, the list goes on. I mean, I, and so, so I've been I've been really blessed with where I've been and what and what I've done and the people yeah. that I've got to know and and I I it, it's it it takes luck you know you just get lucky <laughs> you know not only that too like you know those are things you know that can never be taken away from you is those experiences and the friends absolutely you, make, you know it's yeah it's it's, it's priceless man <laughs> absolutely not and I'll tell you if I never did anything with Bigfoot again for the rest of my life I know that. Guys like Cliff and Bob and Russ and Adam and those guys are still going to be my friends. It doesn't. We're not friends because of Bigfoot. That's just how yeah. we met. You know, that they're all great guys. They're all great people, and men a lot more people than this. I don't mean to just sound like they're my only friends or or, yeah. or whatever, but they're they're just. You see them on TV and you and people think, oh, you know, oh, they're they're cocky or they're arrogant. Whatever. They're not. They're they're great people. You just get to know them. You know? Yeah, and that's the thing too is that you know you really can't. You really can't base a book off of the cover. You know, you really got to get to know a person. And then, honestly, 90% Absolutely. of the time, it's definitely not what you thought it is, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. True. True. So, okay. Now, the whole – you said you were a UFOologist for a little bit, or you still are. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I look into it. I mean, I, I think um, researching UFOs, 
I, I think you can <laughs> other other than actually talking to witnesses, I don't think going to a site unless there was a landing, yeah, um, <clears throat> is really that important. You know, I, I know I guess Alex would probably yell at me if you heard me say this, but I I think other than making a phone call and saying, okay, what did you see? You know, well, how yeah. big was it? Did it make sound? You know, asking the pertinent questions and, and finding out and trying to learn from different sightings. I don't think there's really a whole lot you can do to uh, to research or to investigate uh, UFOs because most of the sightings are something that just flew through, you know, not a whole lot or or something landed. If something landed, now you can now you have something physical you can go and, and yeah. look at a you know a, a mark on the ground, do radiology tests, do what you know yeah. whatever test you want, you know. But for the most part, for the most part, researching UFOs is 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 I don't know. It's 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 tough. <laughs> you know, I guess. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because that's that's something you know you really can't tap into is the air. You know, they're always up in the air, right. always coming. And there's a difference between having an experience or having a sighting. And like you said, the majority right. of things sighting, and you don't want to like exactly waste time and energy physically going there where you can just make a phone call. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, but you, but the ufology is is I think it's a lot of fun. You know, it's it's yeah. definitely interesting, and. uh you know, you hear stories like, uh, uh, what's his name, Travis? Uh, oh, yeah, and I think that, I think I got that brain fart now. Um, Good job, yeah. so pass it on. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. you know, the guy from Lightning in the Sky or whatever. Oh yeah, Fire in the Sky. Yeah, Fire in the Sky. Yeah, yeah. Fire in the Sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Travis something. Uh, Travis. <sighs> okay, I gotta look this up. The guy with the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, but you know. The, you know, you get stories like that, and you know, obviously, there's, there's, it's intriguing. You know, there's, there's something happened to that guy. Whether it was UFOs, UFOs, or whatever it was, I, I don't know. But something took him because he was gone for too long, and he ended up showing up miles away, and he doesn't even know that time's missing. You know, it's, it's just something happened. Travis don't know Walton. What Walton, yes, Travis yeah, Walton, Travis yes. Walton, um, Walton. Yeah, he's a you know nice guy. I, I I've never met him, unfortunately, but. Uh, seems like it seems like a nice guy, and and people I've talked to that have met him and talked to him tell me that he seems pretty legit, you know. So yeah. so I don't know, but um, you know, I so when I say that I investigate UFOs, I don't necessarily mean that I I go doing that kind of research or anything like that. But I have been to you know like the Roswell crash site and things like yeah. that. So okay, now what perked my ears was you said Stardust Ranch. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting. It's very small. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, is that old Johnny boy? All right. Did you did you, uh, did you go there with the team? Did you stumble on it? Like, what happened? No, it, 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 when I say I've been to a lot of these places, understand that I, my my job allows me to travel all over the country. So yeah. when I say I've been there, I don't mean that I've done research there. I just mean that I've been there. I've been to Check the property. I've, you know, I've looked at the yeah. property. Yeah, exactly. I didn't actually do. Uh, I would love to. I would love to do an investigation there. In fact, uh, Claudia a long turn onto the ranch and said, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, right." Well, the the Stardust Ranch is very small. It's actually just, I mean, not much bigger than the property I live on now. You know, it's not yeah. very big. It's maybe maybe an acre. You know, really? It's it's not. Yeah, yeah it's wow. very small. Very small. So I know when oh, Ghost Adventures went out there, I kind of thought it was a lot bigger too. But when you get there and you look at it, you're like. Well, there's nothing here. This is small, you know, this is yeah. really small. So they, I, 
Claudia actually knows, has talked to the guy who owns it. You know, she's, uh, she's been in contact with him. And even though he sold it, supposedly he can get us on if we wanted to go on and do an investigation, oh, which would be cool. God. But, um, so I don't, I don't know. You know, I, 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 I find it just being honest, I find it hard to believe that there's so much things that happen on that small property, but the neighbors aren't reporting anything at all. You know, yeah. why, why is it so condensed into that one property? You know, so I find that that's to me, that's, that's a clue. That's a clue that nothing happened, you know, or nothing yeah. was going on. So I, so I don't know, but that's just, just my thought. <laughs> I really wanted to market off my bucket list that, that, you know, I, I chopped the gray's head off, like with a samurai sword, like <laughs> it's a samurai sword. I mean, yeah. Just, yeah. It's so wild. Like, I don't know if you've read his book, but I, I went through his book last year. Um, and I'm excited, like, because I remember hearing about it. He talked about it like, a couple of years ago on a podcast, and he finally came out with it. Um, right. Dave, what blows my mind? Like, yeah, I've always, no, I've always thought it was like, a, like an big acre. ranch, like a big. The way it makes it sound like he took his horse, like his horse out, and like he went for like miles and days, and then he passed out and well, lost track of time. You, 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 you can. I mean, you can go out the gate and walk. You know, you walk your horse down the road. You know, but it, it is in a, it's in like a subdivision. I mean, it's in. There's like 40 or 50 little ranches, you know, that are all gotcha. like perfectly okay. square that are just next to each other, you know, blocked. So, I mean, it, it, again, I'm, I don't, it's just odd to me that with not just the amount of claims, but even the type of claims, why is it only on that little piece of property? You know, why yeah. is it? I, I, I've never heard anything about any neighbors or anybody else having any, any, anything happen. So, you know, I know. I, I think kind of like, uh, I remember years ago when I went to real estate school, they would always push location, location, location. And it's so weird. Right, like right. there are certain spots where potentially there could be a lot of activity happen. However, yeah, it's so weird. Like I remember um, it was unsolved mysteries that I'm glad they're bringing back that show, but, but yeah, no. yeah. But but as a kid, I watched this one episode where this house. There, as soon as the family moved in there, they got like the whole thing uh, furnished, and there was so much demonic activity. And like there have been several families that I believe lived there before they did, but it just happened to be, I guess, like the time, the season that, they, that this new family moved in. Like so much, so many demonic things happened in that house, but the, right. the neighbors never said anything like wild ever happened. And it got to the point where the house ended up burning down, I believe. Um, I mean, they were totally fine, but right, well, that's good, yeah. But I don't know. Like, I wonder if when he talked about when uh, you said you said um, that whole area, like nobody talked about anything odd, because I know him talking about like Roman I, I, coming in his living room and all these great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't he like his wife was floating out of the? Out of yeah, the yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, it was on the it was on the Tony yeah, Merkel podcast. He was talking right. about how, now like, keep yeah, in mind. That's the thing when you talk about, like, how did the neighbors not hear it? Like, where he said his wife floated out and then she started to get right. lifted off to the, I guess, to the spaceship. Yeah. And he came out with, <laughs> right. he came and unloaded on it. Do, do, do. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. I know gunfire. You would, you would, you would hear that in the middle of the night. Yes. Yes. Especially yeah. 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 Like, I, where we live at. Like, gunfire <laughs> is normal. <laughs> I just, I, I just think, but who knows that. Uh, again, if you know, by, by thinking of the size of the property, and, and even I, I'm gonna be honest, with you, I don't care if it was as big as Skinwalker Ranch. 
even the neighbors around Skinwalker Ranch have have reported things. You know, yes. reported seeing things. The the giant wolves. Uh, uh, even the neighbors there have seen things. You know, so that to me leads credence to what's going on in Skinwalker Ranch. The fact that I've never heard, and again, I haven't been door to door. I haven't asked. You know, I didn't go knocking on doors, but it it just leads me to believe that if something was going on on Stardust Ranch, the neighbors would have seen something, and I would have at least heard that the neighbors have said something. Yeah. You know, and maybe I'm wrong. I just haven't heard that. So, you know, I, I don't know. So it's a little. It's to me. It, to me, it's it's uh, when you start talking about, like you said, cutting off the gray's head with the samurai and 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 the other things that are going on you know and, and even even ghost adventures i don't think they had any activity there themselves i don't think that I'm, them aware, nothing true. serious anyway um i think they yeah. saw some eye shine which turned out to be a tin can i think or something it was like we yeah. were surrounded by deers <laughs> we were like no, <laughs> right. yeah right yeah hey well you know it's and it's you, you know you never know eye shine yeah. you know mammals or not mammals i'm sorry primates don't normally create eye shine because they're they don't have the the right stuff that they need to see at night you know what i mean if that yeah, makes sense they, i don't i've, I've heard been, many i'm sorry um uh, i've heard many uh many stories of these uh sasquatches bigfoot giving off like uh, like their eyes looking red at night and it's um like the term is bioluminescence and it, and it's a specific right. way like the moonlight or a light hits an eye how it reflects and exactly that, like, some people like cats got it yeah like cats and a and um I know, sure. I know a lot of snakes do I think pythons are the only one who don't or maybe they do well the, the ones but the animals you're mentioning are animals that generally are nocturnal they can see really well at night you know oh, yeah. Primates don't. So yeah, <clears throat> I'm not saying we don't give off eye shine because under certain conditions we do. I, yeah, absolutely. My lens went out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it, exactly. Yeah, you, you get just the right angle and amount amount of light. I'm sure we will. Um, what I what I I hear I've heard before people saying that Bigfoot will their eyes can illuminate and create light for them to see. And I'm like, that's nah, see, that's Whoa. the Robo. I, I know. I. I yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I've heard people say that, you know, and I, you know, um, but I, I will tell you that we did recently find out that there is a, a lemur that is poisonous, venomous lemur. I wow. mean, that's a mammal. That's a, that's a primate. Yeah. That's poisonous. I, I mean, imagine wow. that. I mean, wow. that's, that's crazy. It's, and it's, and it's true, you know, <laughs> um, so, so as, as crazy as that sounds, it is true. So, you know, who knows what these things are capable of doing? Because now, you know, when you find out there's lemurs, a mammal, a not mammal, primate, venomous primate, you know, it's like, okay, that's, I would never have thought that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, that is so odd. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. looking at, oh, you're, you're look, look at, yeah. I'm yeah. looking at its poisonous yeah, lemur. It's in, yeah, uh, Central America. Yeah. It's almost like a sour yeah, patch. Yeah. They're sour, then they're sweet. <laughs> and then they'll kill yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, they will. They'll actually take the poison and they'll lick it on the babies. So when they go hunting, if an animal comes to try to steal the baby, oh, you know, wow. if something comes to try to attack the baby, it gets that poison in their mouth and they're out, you know, they leave it alone and they run off. And then, you know, it kind of, yeah. it's like a, so they use it not only as venomous, but they also use it to protect their young when they're, when they're away from their nest or away from their home, you know, whatever. So, uh, so, you know, that is just hearing that makes you think like, man, if there's a 
a venomous primate. I mean, think of the ram. I mean, that's that's crazy. You know, that's a crazy yeah. thought. And uh, so, if that's true, which obviously it is, what else is true? You know, what else can a can a different primate do yeah, like, that we don't know? You know? Yeah. Well, and it's so interesting too. Like I, I remember in, my, in I went to a college group, um, uh, and when I was in college, believe it or not. <laughs> anyway, there was a guy there, and he was speaking on like he was a a, a well known geologist who went around the world talking about the global flood, and, um, and I forgot where I brought him. His name is John Mackay, but at his conference he had this book, um, and it was about like dragons, and and he gave like the examples. He said if there is such thing as an electric eel, why could there not be a dragon? And I'm like, I mean, sure. like he was a guy. Like I would highly recommend anybody just look up um, John Mackay. Like he just he's really. I know, he just brings up some really interesting topics and things like that. So I got yeah. it. And now yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Nowadays, it's just so hard for me. I naturally just want to look into things just to understand them. Instead of Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, that, and that's a really good point. And you, and you could actually take that same comment just a step farther and say an electric eel and it's in water and it's still creating electricity. I mean, that just makes it even more like, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's a crazy animal. Yeah. I mean, there are things that are, if I told you hypothetically, let's say I told you there was a worm. Okay. Um, and this worm lived in the Arctic. Okay. And all it did was eat ice all day, just dig in and out of the ice. And if I said, you take this worm and you, you know, you take it back to your lab. And as soon as it reaches 33 degrees, the worm just melts away, goes down to drain like water. I mean, would you believe me? No, <laughs> like, okay. I'd, I'd have to well, look it up real quick. Okay, okay. He's got his, he's got his computer. Oh, it's look for real? Ice worm. Ice look worm. up ice worm. Ice worm. I'm like, yep. I would definitely, it's, I'd say no, true. but I would definitely look into it. And I'm like, man. I, when I, when I do presentations, I always ask that question. <laughs> yeah. Well, <let's, laughs> see, when I, when I, when I do my presentations, I, that's what I, I generally ask that question because the idea is to say, and if I just said, there's a worm, if, would you believe me if I said, you know, you gotta kind of do it the way you hope people don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, I see it right yeah, here. No, it's true. Form. Yeah. Well, there too, like there are supposed. I don't know where this was, but I but I saw it. Um, maybe not in America, but it's like incredibly large worms that actually eat animals, not snakes. Like almost like the death worm. Yeah, I'm like I'm thinking about oh. trimmers, but like it probably doesn't look like that, or it's not that big. Yeah, but yeah like a death, a death worm. Right. Well, see, I've never heard of that one. That's kind of cool. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe you can look, I'll look, I'll look into know, it. Like, water or something, but... Yeah, Ed, you're right. I'm looking, like at, I'm, looking on, I'm looking on Wikipedia right now. Ice worms. I've never heard of that. Wow. That's amazing. The point of that is if if there's a, if there's a worm that just eats ice, and basically, I mean, it's eating the microbes and everything in yeah. the ice. You know, it's not obviously eating ice, but if but it has no it has no structure other than frozen. So when you, when you thaw it out, it just melts away, you know, it's not even, so how does that thing even exist? You know, but when you start looking at some of the things that we know are there, I mean, you can, I mean, you can go down to the bottom of the ocean where uh, there's a, um, I don't know, a volcanic, you know, activity at the bottom of an ocean oh, yeah. you know, sea or something somewhere and look at what lives in that, you know, that 300 degree, 500 degree, whatever temperature in that water. And you can say, how could something possibly live there? You know? So 
the, the point to it is this. We, 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 we as a human race are so arrogant and naive. We, <laughs> we think we, we think we know everything. We don't. And we don't. <laughs> you know, and, and, and as soon as I think I think as soon as we as as the human race, and when I say the human, I mean everybody, because we're so and it, and it is as soon as we start understanding that we don't know everything, and we open up our or the possibility to some of the things that could be, you know, just because somebody says something happened doesn't mean it did, but it also doesn't mean it didn't happen. You know, and yeah. we we have to be able to have an open mind, look into what the evidence suggests and what the evidence leads to. And I don't care what the truth is. I, I just want to know what the truth is. So that's, exactly. you know, just, just have an open mind and, and just follow the evidence. And, 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 I, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, Bob at the welder next to you saying, no, nah, Bigfoot ain't real. That's not evidence. That's just his opinion. Okay. Exactly. So, um, yeah, well, not only that, too, I was talking to certain people at work about, cause they all know I'm a, Bigfoot researcher, cryptid researcher. Mm -hmm. A lot of them give me crap, but it is what it is. You know, I don't care. It's you know, they're doing part nothing of the with game. themselves. <laughs> it's part of the game. But um, right. you just tell me like Bigfoot isn't real. I'm like, okay, so there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people throughout history. Even the Indians talk about it, about Bigfoot and all these different things. I mean, there's got to be some truth to it. We're too. If and that's I, the case, sure. everybody's lying. There's no way. There's well, no I mean, way. Absolutely. Like, like cave paintings of the same creatures on opposite sides of the world, and like this is sure. technology. Like so, it's. I mean, oh, yeah. with so many cultures, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. absolutely right. And, and and I and I can tell you, I when somebody, I know exactly what you're going through. You know, I, I get it too. You know, and I tell people when and they go, oh, Bigfoot's not real. I tell them, do me a favor, go do your research first, then come back and tell me that. And if you still believe that and you're educated, then we can have the debate. But as of right now. You're, you don't stand a chance having a debate with me until you get yourself educated. You exactly. Don't, period. Because I'm going you know to support you. Yeah. Because or like, you know what I do a lot? I bring guys on Bigfoot hunts with me. There you go. There you and go. You yeah. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. It's totally changed your aspect <laughs> and thought process. Like this last guy I brought, he was a big skeptic. Now he's not because we had a situation where it turned out pretty hairy. And he's like, holy crap, there are things out here that I don't know. We don't know about. I was like, bingo, right. there you go, buddy. <laughs> well, listen, you guys have to keep in touch with me because I'd love to go out with you guys sometime. Oh, um, definitely, brother. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, up for sure, dude. Yeah, we're one, friends. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a good time, man. I live in Tennessee, too, by the way. So I, Where I in Tennessee? What do you do? What? Oh, we'll talk, we'll talk, talk, about, in, uh, talk about it off air. When you said yeah. Ohio, I mean, <laughs> no. I wouldn't drive to you. Dang. Well, I was born and raised in Ohio. I, then I moved oh, to L.A. Okay. and I, I, lived in, I lived just north of Chattanooga. I live in Cleveland, Tennessee. Sweet, dude. That's like two hours. That's like a hop, skip, uh, and yeah, jump away from us, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, yeah. Live, we live in Murfreesboro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in fact, uh, in, in I'm in April, April 28th, 29th, 30th. It's either it's either 27th, 28th, 29th, or 29th, 28th, 29th, 30th. Uh, it's gonna yeah. be in uh, Morristown, Tennessee. I'll be emceeing oh, the uh, East yeah. Tennessee Crypticon or Paracon. I'm sorry, East Tennessee Paracon. Oh, oh sweet. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. Ooh. Okay, road trip. Yeah. Yep, road trip. That's that's like right yeah. on the. <laughs> like I'm eventually yeah. like it's yeah. plan from when this. What, yeah, I'll just say it. But when this show gets bigger, like I want to save up all this money on my end, and I want to invest in a van right. and get guys together and just travel to events, and also go on yeah, be like, like like smart expeditions, like 
when I say smart expeditions, and I want you to share this as well, um, kind of like how you prepare and what you prepare with, and then kind of like the terrain you cover, like, um, yeah. just speak to the people. Cause they're just no offense to these people listening, but there are just so many ignorant people going into it and they'll be completely out of shape. They'll wear flip flops. Hashtag net Nick Valente sharing yeah, that Nick part. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, yeah, going out there. Yeah, I, people like, yeah, just like I said, do research, know what you're doing. <laughs> let, let, let me tell you, I, I know, and I, and I won't, I'm not going to say any names, but I, I know people who are, let's say pretty well-known researchers in, in the Bigfoot community. Um, I, you know, I'll just say, I'll just say they're pretty well-known. I wouldn't say they're famous, but they, you know, they've got a good following, but I know, I know for a fact that they literally drive down a dirt road, stop, walk out of their car, never go more than a hundred feet away from their car and, and talk about how they're big footing and, and, and this and that. And they find prints every time they go out there, you know, and it's like, Look, real evidence is so rare. You know, I mean, to be, to be, to get you, let me answer your question first. And I'm sorry, I kind of went off on a tangent. No, no, you're good. You're good. This is all based the, off tangents. I love the, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, my mom works. To answer your question, to get prepared, the, the, the things you need to know more than anything else is you need to, number one, know where you're going. You got to not only have an entry plan of entry into an area, you have to have a backup plan out, right? Make sure there's two um, egress or yeah, exfil places whatever. to escape an area. Exactly. Um, you got to know the terrain. You got to know what you're what you're getting into. You know, or is it is it rocky? Is it um, a lot of down trees? Is it really thick woods? What are you going into? Don't ever wear flip flops. You know, and I and I and I know people have done that, and I get it. Yeah. And it's <laughs> it's well, it's 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 it, <laughs> well, number. It's not safe for several reasons. Not only is it not safe because it's easier to fall down, twist your ankle, get hurt that way. It also leaves your foot exposed to insects, chiggers, snake bites, you know, things of that nature as well. So wear proper shoes. You know, um, when, when I I've heard a lot of stories of people going out bigfooting who were, um, you know, going out like in a muscle shirt and you know, it, the insects in the woods are bad. You know, I know yeah. it's hot. But where, where's something that not only protects, you know, and, and I'm going to give you a perfect example of why it's important. And I learned this the hard way. We were in Oregon. Um, there was Claudia, Adam Davis, Dan Lindholm, and myself. We were going through this, the woods in Oregon. I mean, we're, we're in the middle of nowhere, right? And I got, and I got my stick, you know, my little walking cane. And, I, <laughs> and I, I noticed that the ground was kind of soft there. And I'm going, the ground is kind of soft. So like an idiot, I'm poking it with my stick, trying to find out why it's so soft. Turns out it was a hornet's nest, an underground hornet's nest. Oh. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, di it didn't feel good at all, you know? Ooh. So in that time, I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt, red, by the way, which is why they chased me. My shirt went real bright. So they all <laughs> came after me. Um, got stung several times and it hurt <laughs> a lot. Well, my hand so swelled up so bad. Me. It was like crazy. Um, so... You know, if I had been wearing, you know, something more, um, I don't know, natural in color, you know, a brown or a green color, long sleeve shirt, number one, I don't think they would have even chased me. And number two, if they had, I don't think they really could have stung me as much because I've been, because I've been protected, you know? So it's, it's just a matter of thinking ahead or living by experiences and, and I'd be happy to share mine to, so people don't get stung. Yeah. You know, just, just prepare yourself. Um, 
and then and then know what you're know what you're looking for. And I and I and I think this is really important because I tell people all the time: if you go if you go out looking for Bigfoot, you're going to find evidence of Bigfoot. If you go out looking for bears, you're going to find evidence of bear. If you're out looking for, you know, hogs, you're going to find evidence of hogs. People tend to attribute everything they see and hear to what they're looking for, and that's and that and they shouldn't do that either. They, you need to open up your your uh, your mind and and be open to you know what if you hear something or see something, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's it's what you know you're looking for. You know, yeah, so I think people yeah, that. Being open-minded about, and not just being like um, only expecting to see or hear or feel certain things. When you walk into something, right. having these expectations, you're gonna figure like like your your mind, and this is how it works. Like it's gonna figure out every reason to why it should line up with your beliefs. And I think absolutely, absolutely, like you always have to be open-minded. Sure. But you never know, you know, as you've mentioned so many times on this. And ignorance sucks. Like well, well, like, well look, it's. There, there's a there's a place for every theory, all right. Because keep in mind that what we're what we're looking for is still unknown. So nobody nobody really knows the answer unless they've had a sighting or or, or whatever. Then they know this, you know, certain answers. But um, if you what where was I leading with this? If you um if you have a if you have a theory or 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 even if you even if you think like for example, I don't believe in cloaking. I don't think that they just disappear. Okay, I, I don't think they can. Is it is it possible? I'm wrong. Sure, but I, I don't think they can. You know. Um, <clears throat> that being said, if if I'm out there and I see something, if I see a bigfoot, and all of a sudden it starts to vibrate, and then it just disappears, I'm going to be like. Okay, <laughs> there now. Now you know I'm going to follow the evidence, and that's the point. Follow the evidence. Don't make up evidence. Yeah. Follow what's really there. Yeah. Whatever yeah. the answer that's is, the too, it's going is that, to be cool regardless. And that's the thing too is that people want to be right so bad. Yeah. And they want what oh. they're thinking to be so right that they're just make up stuff, you know. And they hate to be wrong. Yeah. And that's the thing about researching is, like the majority of the time, like you are like basically like your thought process. Is going to be challenged. And when I started it, like I was wrong a lot of the time. Like, okay, well, I'm going to follow the breadcrumbs and see what investigate more. This is about okay. What I thought absolutely be off. Yeah. Absolutely, and, and it's, and it's oh, funny because yeah. I, I <laughs> and I don't mean to sound sacrilegious when I say this, but I kind of compare the Bigfoot community to to religion. Okay, because yeah. at one point everybody's like, oh, Bigfoot's real. So now there's you know, everybody's just like, and we're talking a long time ago, by the way, before my day. Okay, there's Bigfoot. It's a hairy, it's a hairy human, not human, but primate, you know, bipedal. It's real. Then somebody says, well, I bet they can, you know, disappear in cloak. Now the entire community splits. Now there's two religions, okay, or yeah. two belief systems, you know, cool. and then those will split and those will split. And the same thing happened with religion. You know, it's like, you know, people interpreted the Bible differently. So they split from yeah. what that, what this one believed. They believe this and that's how religions are made, you know? Yeah. So, and so all these, all these little branches of the big tree, you could say, so there's, it's, there's so many different branches or, you know, types yeah. of branches when it comes to big footing that it's, it's almost, 
it's almost embarrassing sometimes, you know, I mean, some yeah. of, some of the things I've heard and I mean, I've heard Bigfoot will jump up in a tree 90 feet to hide. And it's like, okay, well, it's not jumping 90 feet, <laughs> yeah, you know? Um, it, yeah. It'd be, it'd be so heavy. And I've heard that. I've literally heard that. Um, and there are some really well-known people who have some really out there beliefs. And I, and I, you know, and it's like, you know, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, show me the evidence of it and, and I'll be happy to follow you, you know, but I, I just need, <laughs> Or as a believer, I probably am more critical than most, you know, with the evidence yeah. I, I see and hear. I hear you, so. man. Right on, man. I appreciate it. Um, kind of coming up toward the end, but uh, there's no right or wrong answer to this. What do you think Bigfoot is, man? Uh, yeah, no, I think that's a great question. And I can tell you based on video that I've seen that I believe are real. And there's not very many for the record. Uh, 99% of what I see is like, "Eh, no, I don't think so. Um, Based on the video that I've seen that I believe is real, i.e. Patty, um, based on what I've seen with my own eyes, I I think, I think that they are a flesh and blood animal, primate, bipedal, um, kind of a, I don't know, maybe the missing link, if you will, between uh, an ape and a a human, you know, uh, because there is, very similar, very strong similarities between the two. Um, And I think that they, I I, I think that at some point in the past, they've had some kind of um, encounter with humans that didn't Mm -hmm. end well for them. And I think that because of that, they, they stay hidden. I don't think they want anything to do with us. So that's what I think. And that's what I think they are. I think they are flesh and blood um, animals with, uh, real you know um abilities just like any other animal yeah definitely that's good man um also too for people who are just starting to get into this researching bigfoot investigations whatever what um what advice would you give someone who's brand new at this like tapping in keep it yeah keep an open mind you know follow the follow the evidence don't be don't be talked into stuff. Uh, follow the evidence. You know, if if somebody makes a claim, which is going to happen a lot, uh, just just see what their evidence is. If their evidence is strong and you believe their evidence, then obviously follow that way, follow that route. But um, you know, there there is a place for every theory. I think I mentioned this before. There is a place for every theory because because we don't know every possible answer needs to be investigated and so yeah. whether you agree with somebody or not they have a right and, a, and a, a right to express what they feel and and to and to uh, research the way they want so um keep, keep just keep, but just keep an open mind and and follow the evidence is, would be my suggestion yeah fair enough man fair enough um zach you got anything to wrap it up no, my mind is blown. I did want to touch on more stuff like involving like water. Well, and, well, and I'm like, we're gonna, yeah, another and we're going to have you on some multiple shows, brother, if you don't mind, man. Absolutely, man. No, I'd love, love to. Yeah. No, it's been a, this is, look, it's been a lot of fun. You guys ask great questions. It's been fun. And I, and I, I definitely love to do it again sometime if you ever need me. Yeah. Just let me know. Appreciate it, man. Well, yeah. We'll definitely got to link up, dude, since we're in the same state. Yeah, so no, neighbor. Hang out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me, go <laughs> shoot, and I don't care, whatever. But oh, yeah. yeah. We'll definitely, definitely do it, man. Definitely. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Ed, Absolutely. dude, thank you so much, man. A ton of knowledge, bro. We're definitely going to have you back Appreciate on. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah, brother. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, guys. Thank you. And that's been fun, guys. Uh, 
Look forward to doing it again.